Hello, this is Christina, jumping in before the episode begins in full. We usually give content warnings for broad subjects we discuss during the show, but this time I wanted to specifically mention that our guest this week speaks about her experience with sexual assault, including the events preceding it and handling the aftermath. If this is a subject you are not comfortable hearing a personal account of, we make it clear in the episode where the story is about to begin, and from there you can fast forward 4 minutes and 30 seconds. After that, we don't discuss it further. Keep yourself safe. Take care of yourself. Thank you for joining us. Now for the episode. This show may contain strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, visit our website at mygayagendapodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of sexual assault and use of a transphobic term in the drag community. It also contains discussions about the LGBTQIA community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title. Monday, we're super gay. Tuesday is also gay. Wednesday is still pretty gay. And Thursday, I have a night class. Friday, we continue to be gay. Saturday is the gayest day. Hello and welcome to My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast where we interview the queer community and plan our world domination. My name is Jen. My name is Christina, and we are your co-conspirators in plotting whatever the heck cisgender straight people think it is we're doing. Christina, what's on the by schedule for today? We're talking with my friend Taylor, and then Jen's going to lead us in a game. Hooray! Hi, Taylor! Hi! Tell us about you. Well, I'm a gay baby. I came out this past year. Congrats! Yay! Mazatov. Uh, there are a lot of things that uh, contributed to my queer awakening. So I identify as queer. I like that term after a little bit of soul searching and talking to a lot of friends uh, because it's ambiguous and because I am attracted to everybody and it doesn't matter what their gender is. Uh, I don't really vibe with the term pansexual because growing up I heard it used in a way that was a little pretentious and like if it it jives with you then good for you. It's a little weird for me. Just like based on your own personal experience? Yeah, just based on my experience. It's uh, just not for me. I was when I first heard of that term, it was like in high school, and my friend said, yeah, they're attracted to personalities instead of like genders. And I'm like... Which sounds more like the sapiosexual direction, which, okay. Which sorry, we're works. just going to, like, sorry, yeah. we just got into your thing, but I'm going to get into my thing Please real get quick. Into this. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but there's just something about sapiosexual that just seems pretentious at best and ableist at worst. What does that yeah. mean? Uh, it means that you're attracted to a person's intelligence. But, oh! But, like, here's the thing. There's a bunch of different types of intelligence. Yeah. So it's just, like, I'm attracted <laughs> to people who have the same interests as me, essentially. Which, like, yeah, that's most of us. That's yeah, kind of limiting, too, though. yeah. So, like, <laughs> people who are good at math are sexy, and it's like, well, I mean, they, yeah, they can be. Is that, like, your whole thing, though? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I, I'm, not, I'm not here to yucky yum. I just, like, it's you know, me. be careful when you're talking about being attracted to a thing that is 
actively not a thing for a lot of people, including yeah. like or be careful talking about intelligence like it's an objective thing because for sure. it's not. Ugh. Or sexualizing intelligence. Okay, sorry. Go yeah, on. talking about um, levels of intelligence could be a whole other podcast because I have feelings. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I don't jive with pansexual. I was playing with bisexual at the beginning. Nice. Um, <laughs> because, like, it's very accessible. It's something I've heard of since middle school. Um, my good friend Christina Higgins is very loud and bi. So. You're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's always like, oh, my friend's really into this term, and I connect a lot with this friend, so I'm like, oh, maybe this is for me. And then I had another friend who... I'm very close with, explained some very valid reasons why he really doesn't jive with the term bisexual because he, as a trans man, feels like it's very exclusionary of the spectrum of gender. And regardless of whether or not you see bisexual as that way, like his opinion's valid. Sure, yeah. I mean, there's a history. For sure. And like, if you just Google bisexual, it tells you like, oh, it's attracted to men and women. But like, if you actually go to like, better more queer resources they say no 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 that's like an old outdated idea of bisexuality and i know this podcast believes bisexuality to be a different way yeah yeah well i mean you know it's all ultimately what we're most comfortable with for sure the bi devil's advocate we say it's an old definition but i did recently see a thing that was like an old like old from beginnings of pride um by manifesto that said like attracted to men or women or any gender so yeah. like that's always been there and then other people were like no by means too yeah yeah it, it's it's uh I, like i do use the term to describe myself because it's like what i like and it's who i am yeah. however i can absolutely understand and the world of us trying to break the gender binary a word like bisexual posing at least one or two issues for sure i get that yeah. And I think if I had been queer for more of my life and I had like discovered this part of myself younger, I might be more inclined to use the term bisexual. But because it's now and it's 2018, I like queer because it's ambiguous. Mm. And, you know, I don't think it's anybody's business who I want to like drink red wine and snuggle with. Yeah. It's such a nice catch all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like it. Cause yeah. like, if you want to date me, you have to ask me because I'm also like playing with some poly feels at the moment. Sure. Um, my partner and I have both never been in like a poly open relationship, but we're both very like open to it because monogamy has not always worked great for me. And I'm just a little scared <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to make that commitment. Like a monogamous one? Yeah, and it's weird because I love my partner, like, so freaking much. Sure, yeah. He's he's freaking amazing. But there's something about the shackles of monogamy that terrify me, regardless of whether or not I want to spend, like, all my time with my partner. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, super reasonable to (laughs) have both of those feelings at the same time. That's... That's very valid, like, being able to love somebody while also understanding that you don't want to devote all of your romantic love to that exact one person. So, yeah, so that's something we're feeling out at the moment, Um, not really actively exploring, but, like, feeling out. I started listening to My Gay Agenda back with the first episode because like I said I've been good friends with Christina Higgins since like 2016 
And We've recently, according to Facebook, had our two-year friend anniversary. Oh, oh, did you get a fun video? No, I think, I think it was so. just, just a picture. Yeah. Yeah, just of, like, various, like, theatrical productions. Yeah, it was, it was mostly us in clown makeup. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> um, but there was something about listening to a couple people talk about um, being in straight-passing relationships, but still being queer that really resonated with me I think you both spoke about that and as we are in that exact situation oh boy (laughs) and I remember Jessie's podcast where she spoke about um like not feeling gay enough and that really resonated with me and like I just like it was a combination of listening to my gay agenda and like really experiencing like the variety of queerness that exists in the world that like touched on a lot of points uh and that helped me realize like hey i might not be straight because i'm 25 and i just realized that i'm not straight (laughs) yeah i mean a lot of people are finding it like pretty later on because it is 2018 and this stuff is becoming a lot more prevalent for sure i've noticed a delightful pattern this past year for example like in the past, I've seen I saw a lot of people come out as like bisexual or pansexual and stuff like that, and I'm like, cool. People are figuring out stuff about sexuality they didn't know about before. And this year, I'm seeing a lot of people come out as non-binary genders, and it's yeah. like we're figuring stuff out about gender now. Yeah, yay! That's the new thing now. Hooray! For sure. I... Not that it's not that non-binary genders are a new thing, but like the new thing is people introspecting. Yeah, if it's, that's a word, it's accessible enough that. More when more people are considering it and recognizing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I do. I've been hanging out with a lot more people who are on the trans spectrum and who identify as non-binary, and that's also really helped with my queer journey because, like, it really clicked in my head that there are more than two genders. And even like, yeah. So that's clicked a lot. But then, um, since we're talking about my gay journey, we can't talk about that without talking about um, a big dark trauma that happened. So, um, just like buckle in, listeners. Buckle we're, in. We're gonna be talking about some stuff. Yeah, we'll write this out together. So or you can fast forward. That's also fine. Yeah, feel free to fast forward. This won't get too much, but I spent the summer of 2017 sort of dating somebody. Um, it was mostly just fucking. And, like, mm-hmm. really good fucking um, <laughs> with a guy who I knew since college. And I was convinced that this was going to be, like, my next love and, like, the next, like, big thing for me. Uh, because we had, like, this very intense physical connection, but we also had, a, like, a very strange emotional connection. So he was very depressed. And we talked a lot over text and we just developed this very close friendship over text um but then when we were together it was just very physical and it got to be very intense and by the end of the summer and like October I was just getting overwhelmed with like the inability to make this more of a dating thing like we had talked about it and he just wasn't able to because of where he was in his mental headspace so at one point I said over text that we can't have sex anymore this is, we just need to put a hard line here. Mm-hmm. Like, we can still be friends, we can still hang out, but, like, we can't be having sex anymore. It's just too intense. It's too much. And then later that week, um, I was out at a party, 
or I was working a party, but we were drinking and I was actually with my current partner hanging out, having a great time because he was my friend for a very long time before we got together. And I left for the night, you know, and the guy I had been dating all summer, uh, he was working late and we were texting and I was like, I'm about to go to bed, you know, smoke a bowl, just chill out. And he's like, that sounds really nice. I'm like, would you want to come join me? Like assuming like, hey, come over smoke and cuddle, bowl. smoke yeah. a bowl. Um, because like, just cause we can't have sex doesn't mean like we can't have like a nice, like cuddly friendship. Cause sure. that's what I want. Um, and so I like stayed up for until he was done work and he came over and I was very drunk and very stoned and like super, super out of it. But you know, still wanted to hang out and snuggle. He, I tried to tell him about my night. He didn't really listen to me. Um, we went upstairs and, uh, we, he took advantage of me. Uh, we'll leave it at that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I felt bad about it that night because he left basically right afterwards. Um, like we snuggled for like maybe 30 minutes and then he left when I was like, oh, like spend the night. Like it's like 4 a.m. They like, no, I'm going home. Um, so I felt upset when he left. I felt upset the next morning when I woke up and I sent him a text. I'm like, we can't see each other anymore. I feel really weird about what happened last night. And that was that. And I spent like the whole weekend crying because I was like, I don't know what just happened. Like, is this as bad as I think it was? So there was a lot of feelings afterwards trying to figure it out. Um, I have a wonderful therapist, so therapy's great. If you're not seeing a therapist and you feel like you might, definitely go do it. Um, I go to Council Relationships. They're great, very affordable. Um, and about a month after it happened, I texted him and confronted him about it because I thought you know, maybe he doesn't realize that this was as bad as it was. Yeah. Because, and he didn't. He had no idea. He's, like, very apologetic. Um, all this stuff. Like, he just didn't realize that, I don't know. He forgot that I told him I didn't want to have sex, I guess. Within the past week. Yeah. On, on, in writing. <laughs> But, you know, I, I forgave him, not to his face, but like in my heart, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not about him. It's about me feeling safe and yeah. So it really changed the way I think about sex. Um, because like all during our relationship, I felt like this overwhelming, like, out of controlness because like I was just being so driven by sex that like I just felt out of control and afterwards I was like really able to process how like I need to like or how I personally needed to change my perspective on sex and how I go into sex because I've always been very much like a sex first person very much like oh I can't know a person until we've had sex so it and I can't be comfortable with a person until we've had sex. We gotta mm -hmm. break that touch barrier right away. I think it comes from a discomfort with men. Um, I went to an all girls school for high school and I grew up being raised by three women and have generally been told like, oh, men are lazy or like men are useless and like 
All this kind of stuff. The sort, like of, a, the sort of, like, thing that people will joke about when they're older, yeah. but when you're young, it's like, really oh, okay, men are lazy, got it. And when the representatives of men in your life are your dad, who I have a compli- complicated relationship with my dad, we don't have a lot in common, so it makes it hard to relate to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and my stepdad, who is, like, fine, but, like, you know, very much like a go-to-work-come-home-drink-a-beer-like-sit-on-the-couch kind of guy. Mm, sure. Not um, somebody you relate to as much. No, and, like, not somebody who I see doing, like, the housework and, like, the parenting. So, sure. like, I have always been, like, a little biased against men for those reasons. And so, yeah, I think I combated that by, in college, just, like, jumping in sex first. Um, just because it would, like, just get that out of the way. <laughs> and then, like, my relationships became very much only about sex. And, like, I saw it, and I saw it being unhealthy for me when I was in this relationship with that partner. And, yeah, and afterwards, it really changed things for me. And now I have a really healthy relationship. How, not to say, like, oh, you found the solution to relationships, but, like, how do you approach it now? I realized that I wasn't dating people because I liked them as much as I was dating people because I wanted to date. Uh... Like, in general? Um, yeah, like, I would be like, oh, like, set me up with your friend, like, who I don't know, just because I didn't want to be single. And now I'm in a position where I am dating somebody who I have known for a really long time. Um, we actually went on a date, like, five years ago that didn't really, like, go anywhere, <laughs> because we were both, like, in very different places. He's a bit older than me. And, like, when I was 21, I just wanted to fuck. <laughs> right. And, like, he's very much like a, hey, I need to be in a meaningful relationship with somebody before we can be intimate. And, like, at the time, I was like, that's not for me. But right now, it's, like, something I love very dearly about him. That can happen in five years. Yeah, yeah. a lot can change in five years. <laughs> but, yeah. So I definitely – well, it, it's it's – it's hard to say because I kind of jumped right into this relationship, like, back in December. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really tried dating how I was since then. But, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this is where I am. that <laughs> you came out, like, pretty recently within the past yeah. couple of months, am I right? Yeah, well, I had been having some, like, queer feels <laughs> for a couple of months before I came out on Facebook. Definitely since, like... November, because I have been open with uh, my current partner since the start of our relationship back in like December. Mm-hmm. Back then, I was like, I think I'm bisexual. Then he was like, Cool. <laughs> I how that conversation should always go. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I uh, came out to a couple friends. I actually came out to my best friend um, to try to keep him from finding out a secret. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like an unrelated secret? You're just like, it's like, oh, so what about you? You're like, like nope, 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 I'm gay. But, but. So um, I'll tell you this. It's funny uh, now because, <laughs> so Wyatt, mm-hmm. our good friend Wyatt, um, was going to be getting married. Uh-huh. And me and our mutual friend were going to plan, like, this surprise party where we were going to, uh-huh. like, sing some songs for him and his partner. And we were talking about it in the bathroom of a party, and Wyatt was like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I think I'm bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I thought she so- was like really excited about that. <laughs> and that's an excellent cover that you can now never use again. <laughs> 
I like the idea of using it as just like any kind of all-purpose <laughs> distraction. Yeah. Like you got someone's like, like yay, look at me. Like you've got someone's birthday present in their bag, and then they like they walk in and they're like, what's in their bag? And they're like, hey, did you know I'm gay? Yeah. It's <laughs> exactly what it was. Oh man, I definitely can't use that now. I've been out for like a decade. <laughs> Reminder. <laughs> I feel like more people remind me that I'm gay than I remind people <laughs> that I'm gay. Like, just being around people. <laughs> They're just like, you're gay. I can't really pull that. <laughs> so, yeah. I started, like, coming out, like, very slowly like that. Um, just, like, dropping tidbits to people. I came out to my therapist late, which I think was funny. I, that was just, like, something I didn't need to work out with her because I was working out, like, a lot of trauma. Capital T trauma. Right. But, yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure she, like... Picked up on some nuggets that were not so subtle. <laughs> yeah. You walk into the office like, beep, beep, but yeah. beep, I love women, beep, 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 boop, 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 beep. And it was interesting because I definitely started more like, I'm attracted to non-binary people as as opposed to like, I like women. Mm-hmm. So like, it's just kind of like started at like, it's like men, non-binary, now women. I relate so hard to yeah. that. <laughs> I think when you're trying to figure it out, that feels like a, a next step for your brain where it's yeah. like, oh, I'm not like super like gay or anything, but maybe these, this, like this group yeah. of people. For a while I was just like, yeah, I'm really into anybody who's masked. And then I saw like some really pretty like folks who are like pretty presenting femme and I'm like, wait, I want to like stroke your hair. Absolutely. <laughs> um... But yeah, and like, you know, just like meeting more people and like your gender is not tied to your uh, appearance is so like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like attracted to people who I'm attracted to. Generally people who have dark eyebrows and nice smiles and good <laughs> hair. That's what I find um, interesting now because like, as we're getting more and more into like accessible knowledge about non-binary identities here in America in 2018, Mm -hmm. it seems like it's more difficult for people to reconcile, like, an attraction to just women. Or, like, just... It seems like the more and more that we're understanding that gender is a bit more (laughs) wibbly-wobbly, it's queering everything. Yeah, that's why I like the term queer, because then, like, it can just be, like, everything. It could be, like, regardless of your gender, your performance, your everything like these are people who I'm attracted to let's point them out (laughs) let's make a mood board (laughs) it'll be like those um things uh where the computer tries to test to see if you're a robot (laughs) like instead of like click the pictures that have a stop sign in it click the pictures of people you're attracted to there should be a dating app that's like Pinterest, but they like <gasps> offer you people based on your mood boards. That's a million dollar oh idea. Oh my gosh. So we're going to develop an app. Yeah, yes. it sounds like it. <laughs> Us with no experience yeah. in dating apps whatsoever. You and my me, we're going to we're going to develop a dating app. <laughs> my gay app design. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With no app building experience whatsoever, no expertise on the... I can draw a logo. (laughs) Perfect. That's about where my expertise ends. I own an iPhone. I think we can make it happen. You know what? I can make a Squarespace. 
Oh, oh my gosh, that already that also totally helps us out. <laughs> Our website's a Squarespace. Oh, this we're podcast not sponsored by Squarespace. Yeah, no, we're not. No, not sponsored. We're we're getting no money from anybody. If anybody wants to sponsor me, that'd be tight as hell. Hey, Squatty Potty, we're here. <laughs> we're here. We love talking about poop. Blue yes, apron. Poop. Blue apron. I cooked a chili the other day. <laughs> Apron, I can't feed myself. Sponsor us. <laughs> sponsor, sponsor our gay ass. Uh, so moving back to you mm-hmm. and away from our sponsorship deals that I'm sure by now will just be just flooding. flooding. Yeah. And just coming right on in. Um, That's your inbox. <laughs> it makes that noise every time. But only when sponsors contact you. Yep. That's the alert I set for sponsors. <laughs> if the word money is in the subject line... Why would the word money be in this? <laughs> like money, money, that money for like you. Scam. That'd be a scam. <laughs> this week we're sponsored by a prince in Nigeria. <laughs> Is he gay? <laughs> All we had to do was send him a million dollars. Anyway, back to, now back to you for real. So what? What is something that you want to tell straight people and then never tell them again? Oh, Get oh it boy. out. Of the way. Get it out of the way. I'd love to tell so many straight people in my life that like sexuality is fluid and I could be completely straight when I was 18 and completely straight when I was 23 and now not be completely straight anymore. Yep. And like be in a relationship with a cisgender man and still be queer. Like I came out on Facebook and my dad was like, oh, I love you, baby girl. Of course, I support you. And then I saw him recently, and he's like, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm dating this guy. I really, really like him. And he's like, wait, weren't you a lesbian last month? I'm like, no, dad, did you read my post? It was very clear that I'm into everybody. There was not a lesbian point. Weren't you a lesbian? <laughs> weren't you a lesbian last month? No, dad, I'm into everybody. Did you read my post? I tried to make it very clear that I am attracted to everybody yep i love the thing where people would be like wait you're dating a guy aren't you bisexual and i'm like Uh. yes men is in fact one of the genders genders. (laughs) it's like i'm sorry i found a very nice man right now while i'm exploring my sexual identity yeah oh and also like going back to like how it's fluid like the narrative is not always I was born this way yeah. and I found like when I was a kid I yeah. got made fun of because I was gay. Yes, I will continue to make fun of Macklemore on this podcast. This yes. is an anti Macklemore podcast. Anti Macklemore. So, <laughs> sorry, I get very passionate. I mean, about people that. change. That's just yeah. kinda how we work. Like what John Mulaney has that bit about like, oh, I was like on ecstasy at my college graduation. Like People can change. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, why does it accept like, oh, I don't like this band anymore. Okay. I don't like this anymore. I like this now. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. as soon as someone's like, oh, I like women now, people are like, how? And it's like, <laughs> I came from a very like white, very like closed, like, I don't know. It wasn't like closed minded because like I grew up doing theater. I knew a lot of gay men growing mm-hmm. up. And, like, there's a very different world. Like, I didn't have a lot of, like, queer women in my life. Like, I had two two lesbian aunts, but that's very different. They met in the convent. Sure. <laughs> Beautiful. That's delightful. Um, yeah. Very great. 
But, like, growing up, I had a lot of, like, young gay men in my life. And they were always, like, very allowed to, like, like explore their sexuality and, like, explore sexual identity performance. I don't know. Like, but they, like, got to experience that. But, like, when I was a kid, I knew, like, one girl who was bi and, like... It was always this, like, very weird thing in our friend group. It was like, oh, she has a crush on you. And I was like, Ugh. oh, how do I feel about that? I don't know. I'm going to ignore it and pretend we're just friends. Mm. And, like, I think if there had been more sexual experimentation and exploration amongst, like, the female friends I had, I may have discovered this sooner. Mm. Just because, like, my circles now are so freaking queer. Oh my gosh. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Our entire theater company is all queer. (laughs) Our theater company has gotten exponentially more queer in the past year, and it's beautiful. Like, fantastically. Fantastically. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there's, like, a different standard of sexuality placed on... Um, men than there is on, like, any other gender. Like, men are just, like, expected to be, like, sexual people, Mm -hmm. which is fine. Not knocking, like, exploring sexuality, which is exactly why I want that to be a thing that's more accessible and, like, more understood and accepted for other genders besides men. Do you think it's also, like, a media thing? Because, like, there's a lot of gay male characters, Mm -hmm. but they're all very, like, Swishy and promiscuous. Yeah. That's what she get, or at least for a long time, that's all you yeah. got. And then queer women in media were nearly non-existent. Or lumberjacks. Or, or yeah, lumberjacks. Or like Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's like young gay men would have examples in media, and especially it would be like, oh yeah, you can explore your sexuality, but like young queer women would look at TV and not even see themselves. Yeah. Like I was thinking about this, and I felt like all the young gay men in my life were like, you know, doing, like, the Jack McFarlane thing. Like, I always relate to Will and Grace because I grew up on Will and Grace. <laughs> oh, that's a Will and Grace reference. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't. So Jack McFarlane was, like, the loud, swishy gay. Yeah. Like, the, no, like, I remember share, like, yeah. just Jack, like, look at me kind of gay. And then yeah. you have your Will, Will Trumans who are, like, you know, business gay. He was a lawyer and he, you know, could straight pass um, if he didn't talk to him too much. Um, <laughs> and I had... A friend who we called was our Jack, and we had a friend who was our Will, <laughs> and that's Excellent. how we existed in the thing, and I was a Karen, <laughs> who was, you know, Megan Mullally's character, who was the drunk, even though I that's... didn't drink at 14. <laughs> you've, you've sort of assumed that now. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I, hope that's a, I hope that's a compliment It's absolutely for a compliment. You. Because um, I mean it in the most endearing way possible. Oh, absolutely. Megan Mullally's a national treasure. Yeah. So, what we want to tell straight people? Karen is great. <laughs> That's the only let's know. And sexuality is fluid yeah. and ever-changing. Yeah. Adapt. Woo! <laughs> people change. So, Taylor, right. what's on your gay agenda? On my gay agenda? Um... Kind of want to kiss everyone, but like just kiss and like make everybody like feel like loved and happy. Oh, I just I, I want everybody to feel safe. I feel like I have a lot of friends um, who are like very anxious and like a little depressed and like what? <laughs> and I'm pretty. Jen and I look at each other. <laughs> I'm very anxious myself, but I'm like I come from like a place of love and like. I don't know if it's just because, like, my family was, like, a very, like, loving, like, very supportive family, and I just, like, want everybody to feel taken care of. I just want to take care of everybody. 
<laughs> Go find Mama Taylor. <laughs> I really like that item. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you're listening to this, you're loved. Yeah. Unless you're Macklemore. Unless you're Macklemore. Oh. Then you suck. I know people. Macklemore. Who love him. Macklemore is loved by others. Yeah. I he can he can exist in the same universe as me. That's other, what I'll I'll give him that. Other, also, he's not going to be listening to this. Not listening. Anything I say to him will have cut to Macklemore sobbing. <laughs> oh, oh. It's like the gays don't like me. <laughs> yeah. I feel a little bad if I made Macklemore cry. Yeah. One more gay agenda item is to get as much uh, Pride e merch as possible in the next year. <laughs> you're old, You're already building up like I'm a substantial pin collection. I am a making up for lost time for sure. I have my nice like three queer pins on right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I got my uh, denim vest, so I'm like, you know, wearing my queer uniform. I like that oh, we're I've all sort too. of wearing black tops with like a denim over yeah. thing. Like you, you're- It's a queer uniform. It, it is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're right. Black <laughs> denim enamel pins. Yeah. Yeah. I need more enamel pins. I just have the button pins. Mm. All pins are good pins. Yes. <laughs> That's true. All right. Uh, so, excellent gay agenda items. Ooh. Go get more pins. More pins. Jen, do you want to lead us in the it's game? game time? It's game time. It's game time. All right. So, God, I sounded like that when I had a retainer in. <laughs> it was a nightmare. <laughs> you were just working on your Carol Channing impression. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> Um, speaking of Carol Channing impressions, I I hear slash see on Facebook that you're a big drag fan. I love drag. <laughs> well, I have here our game for today. It's a BuzzFeed quiz. It's been a while. By um, a community contributor by the name of Just Your Average Pickle. Mm, into it. Just, love just like ordinary run-of-the-mill pickle. Color Weird, garden yeah. type. We're going to answer nine questions and find out what your true drag name is. <gasps> Yeah. Now I did. I did pre-test this, uh, and my name is Curly Whirly. Love it. So take that as you will. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know it about the quality of these curly fries. Yeah. <laughs> and well, I like. I think they're very good. That remind. There was a thing going around for a while that was like your drag name is the color of the underwear you're wearing right now plus the last thing you ate. Hmm. So then I would be um, black and white pretzel. There's something there. Blue right pizza there. isn't good. No. No, it would be blue toast, which is worse. <laughs> I feel like you can, you can make that work, like sapphire. Um, toast? Toast. <laughs> Not a way to revamp toast. No, mine for, a, like, the last time I took it, and I've kept it since then. I was Heather Grey Tuna. Oh, that's a good one. Right? <laughs> so if I ever do drag, it's going to be Heather Grey Tuna. Excellent. Anyway, let's find out so, your true drag name. Yeah, there's it's other drag names you have, but this, this is, is your true, true Yeah, it's not black and white pretzel. We're going to find out. So, first things first, you need to pick a movie genre. We have horror, romance, comedy, drama, action, or documentary. Romance. Oh, all right. And then pick a drink. Soda, milkshake, fireball, gin and tonic, juice, or vodka. (laughs) Gin and tonic. All right, now pick a celebrity. We've got Kim Kardashian, Beyonce, Selena Gomez, Angelina Jolie, Lady Gaga or Kylie Jenner? Mm. Lady Gaga. <laughs> Not the best batch of celebrities right? to pick from. Yeah. Like, who picked these? Did a straight person make this quiz? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. All right, now pick I guess the average pickle isn't straight. I don't I hope think... pickles are gay. 
I want them to be gay in that we get ownership of them because pickles are great. I don't want to think about them having a sexuality or being sentient in any way because... Yeah, Yeah, I guess they're a bit phallic. Well, no, I just mean, like, I don't want to eat anything that's, like, thinking enough to be like, I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's the sentience thing. Although, I'm a big fan of the cheeseburger. Maybe there's a farm where there's just a bunch of cows that are like, we're lesbians. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I want to go to that part. All right, back to the quiz. Anyway, pick a social media platform. We've got Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, or Pinterest, which is spelled as Pintrest. Now I'm really judgy of this quiz. Um, Snapchat. Snapchat's my jam. I'll go on Pintrest. All right. Pintrest. Sorry, just your average pickle. Yeah. <laughs> Not to call you so- out. Sometimes we just need other people to, like, spell check us real quick. And yeah. sometimes... Mistakes fall under the radar. Wait, I get it. Is that not how you spell it? Pinterest? There's another... Wait, is it? I don't oh. Think, I think Wait, it's spelled Pinterest. I don't know enough about Pinterest. I think it's spelled correctly. No. It's no. hard to tell because I can't see it. No. No, there's an E. There's a it's missing Pinterest. E. It's Pinterest. It's Pinterest? Because it's like interest. In and interest. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I didn't know if they had, like... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We've settled or, that very important issue. That was very yeah. important. Pick some shoes. Heels. Sneakers. Skate shoes. Slippers. Snow boots or combat boots. Skate shoes like Heelys? Like no, like, I think like the like, like big like Keds. Like, no, Keds aren't. You know those no. shoes that skaters wear that have like they're really bulky. Vans. I think of like Etnies. Like those are the ones I had when I was in sixth grade. They were like huge and they had a big E on them. Yeah, like Got those. It. All right. Yeah. Um, do they have pictures or are they just like it's no? Words. It's just, just words. words. That's weird. It's just yeah. what kind of shoes um, speak combat to you? Boots. Good choice. All right. Wait, hold on. There's a bonus poll. No, no, no. That's an advertisement. <laughs> I know, oh. but it was a funny one. Uh, pick a season eight queen. An ad- a drag race. Yeah. Drag race crest. Blah, 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 blah. Which they also misspelled a queen <sighs> name, but that's okay. Um, Bob the Drag Queen. Naomi Smalls. Kim Chi. Acid Betty. Thorgy Thor. Or Derek Berry. Naomi Smalls. Honestly, Kim Chi is like the best drag name I've ever heard. It's a great drag name. Um, but me and Kim Chi, like, I love and appreciate her, but not my kind of queen. Um, she's very much more aesthetic, and I'm very much more performance and, like, Mm, look. Right. Um, she's very art and very anime, and I love what she does, and I could never do what she does. Right. All right, pick a color. Red, pink, purple, blue, green, or black. Purple. Pick a makeup product. Brow pencil, lashes, lipstick, contour. Blush or liner. Sorry, that glitter isn't on the right? list. Right? I know you feel very that. passionately about Liner it. could be so many things. Is it lip liner? Is it I'm eyeliner? eyeliner. Probably eyeliner, but again, like... But you should specify. You should specify. specify. I'm going to go with lashes, because I love me some big old True. lashes. True. Excellent choice. <laughs> All right. It's part of what makes me feel like I'm doing drag. Mm. Right? It's like... Yeah. Ugh. Makes your eyes... Like, I'm a, I'm a cisgender woman, but I love getting into drag. Oh, and I yeah. would never in a million years call myself a bio queen. I call myself a theater artist. <laughs> yeah. I don't, is that, also, that bio term queen is, seems weird. It's yeah. A little, like, that's weird, is. right? Yeah. I've seen faux queen. I've seen hyper queen. I kind of like hyper queen. That's fun. Yeah. But I, I've only, I, I've more predominantly seen the term bio queen and I don't like that. No. No. That seems transphobic, it right? Does. Like if it, it means does. what I think it means. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yuck. It's a yuck. It's a yuck. It's a yuck. Okay. Okay. Well, we can pick an animal. Um, <gasps> we have a dog, cat, tiger, shark, 
bird or fish. I'm sad because I didn't see shark when I first took this. Cat. Doi. Cats are the best. Especially Poppy. Especially Poppy, my cat roomie. You got the same result. You got curly whirly. Curly Curly whirly. whirly. I do have curly hair. That's very I think you're more of a curly whirly than me. (laughs) I definitely wouldn't choose that as my drag name. I feel like it could work. Like, if there was, like, a Thorgy Thor type with, like, a Raggedy Ann vibe, I want to see, like, a Raggedy Ann drag queen. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure that exists. Raggedy Ann. Raggedy Ann. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, All right. No, I, now I regret saying that because I wanted to use that. <laughs> All right. Well, while Jen plans her next photo shoot. <laughs> Thank Sorry you. I keep screaming into your microphone. What do you we think we're do doing? That. <laughs> That's kind of the whole thing. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, sharing your experience with us, Taylor. Thank um, you for having me. Welcome to the queer community. Thank we're you. excited to have you and your and the denim vests. Denim vests, pride. Cool. At this point, we usually ask if people have anything they want to plug, if you have an upcoming event, or if you have a company you want to promote. That sounded very pointed. <laughs> I wasn't trying to. Um, so I am the managing director of the Hummabards Theatre Troupe. We Woo-hoo. are planning for Fringe right now. Woo! So follow us. We're on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we're the Hummabards Theatre Troupe and Hummabards on Instagram. I am Taylor Plunkett Clements on Facebook and Instagram. Um, on Instagram, I'm Taylor Gang because, yep. Because um, Instagram. Because Instagram. <laughs> you can see me perform every Wednesday at Latage with Songbird. Say my Ooh. name at the door to keep me in the competition uh, this week. I, this is going to be released on Wednesday. Yes. Yeah, so... But, like, Wednesday morning. So Wednesday like, morning. Show up today. So, tonight, we're going to be doing Sondheim Week. Ooh. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. magic. Um, hopefully, not just me. Hopefully, everybody brings the magic. Yeah, um, but you more predominantly than I others. always bring the magic. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we have lots of good stuff coming up that's going to be going through till, like, 4th of July. So, I'm there every week singing my face off uh what else do i got we'll be doing pride at philly improv theater with yeah. the hum and bards me and christina will be singing and doing weird things and probably wearing costumes with our hum and bards theater troupe on saturday june 9th at the philly improv theater in Ooh. center city philly follow me for more info on that and at the end of the month i am doing my uh regular really recurring variety show the witching hour at philly improv theater uh that is a variety show hosted by witches and with a spooky feel there's going to be some amazing guests on this month we got uh my co-host libby rindle uh we got uh music from genevieve ferreira we got alexis howlands joining us quentin alexander's joining us and we have the amazing headliner, uh, the amazing Bretzo is going to be performing with us, and we're so excited to have him. Um, and that is Thursday, June 28th at 9 o'clock at the Philly Improv Theater. It's always a big drunken mess. Um, I love the witching hour real hard. Yeah. <laughs> Christina has been a guest on the witching hour and has been an excited audience member, and I encourage <laughs> you all to come join us because it's so much fun. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Jim? If you um want to see me make jokes about being depressed on Twitter, I'm <laughs> at underscore glitter goblin underscore, <laughs> and I linked to Instagram on there a whole bunch. So take a look at my selfies and art. 
And if you uh, want to follow My Gay Agenda on the internet, we can be found on Facebook. Our page is My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast. Uh, we are on Twitter at Gay Agenda Cast. We're also on iTunes. When you're on iTunes, if you could rate us and subscribe and tell all of your friends, that would be delightful. Until next time, put this on your gay agenda. Fight the power. Love yourself. Throw on some lashes. Yeah. Let's see how that makes you feel. Make your eyes pop. (laughs) And that's our gay agenda. That's our gay agenda. That's our gay agenda. We just want to exist. Hmm. Hello, this is Christmas. Oh, diarrhea. That was my partner, Tim. I am keeping that in this podcast right now. (laughs) You want to dare me on this? Because I'm keeping it. Anyway, this is Christina. Uh, This time I'm talking about our upcoming live show with the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. We'll be doing My Gay Agenda live on Friday, June 29th at 7 p.m. at the Ruba Club in Philadelphia for free. For more information, visit www.phillypodfest.com. We'll see you there. I really appreciated this take. No, my, my guts work. My guts work so well. <laughs> I'm keeping this take. No, Bye, everyone. Thank great. you. <laughs>